All right, guys, thanks for tuning in today. Today is Monday, August 26, 2019, and we have a special guest by the name of Sean Lampfear. Did I say that correctly? Yes, you did. I just want to make sure. All right, I know we talked about it, but anyways, yes, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, We're going to be talking to Sean about what's going on in his projects, and he has been around in the music scene for a number of years, so he has quite a bit of experience that he can talk about. So I'd like to introduce Sean. Sean, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Sean. I, I sing for the band uh, Darker Shade of Gray and Cybot, Stoner Youngbloods of Texas. So you have two bands going on right now? Yes. So uh, which one's like a priority or what's going on with each one right now? I think they're both priority Okay. right now. Um, we're actually recording with Darker Shade of Gray right now, doing an EP. Okay. And we're, we're finishing that up right now. Um, we've written music for Cybot for the last year and a half, so it's just a matter of going and recording it. Yeah, finding time to do that as well. So y'all in a studio right now, or y'all just... Well, we home studio, kind of, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, so cool. So is this like y'all's first EP, or y'all have any other... We, we've released some some live recordings before, but um, this will be our first professional nice. recording, yes. So uh, an EP. So I always get kind of confused. EP, LP, what's an EP? Extended Five songs. Play. About five songs is yes. the yeah, standard. Usually, okay. Yeah, standard. Okay. Stands for extended play. Extended play. And, and is it long play? Long play. See, these are things oh, that, that we like to talk about. Figure you know? the man like, who's behind buttons would know some stuff. You like think that, so? But, you I know. yeah, you know, but actually I just, actually when you're just, actually whenever you're talking about uh, like an LP, I think it's limited press or something like that. It's it's like your like your initial like rush. Here comes the mess. Yeah, it's album. like it's yeah. like you know, yeah, because like when you say people talk about AD or and BC, or early, never really early know press, or like ADD. EP is like early press. Oh wait, that has Steven's gonna look it up. I see yeah, him on the phone. Look it up. We're no. getting sidetracked, anyways. But, Actually, uh, I was wanting to say before we get too far, sidebot. Let's give a little bit of background. Now we both have bands that have been in the in the music scene for a little while, so we have a little bit of uh, um, some relationship going on with sidebot themselves. How long have you been doing sidebot? Cybot, I think we're going on our seventh year. This New Year's, I think, will be seven years. Damn. Nice, yeah. And wait, what did you say Cybot standing for? I heard you wait, say I got it. I've got it. I've, I think I've got okay. it. Okay. Sell your butt on Tuesday. Sure. That's yep. exactly what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. I knew it. I was like, these guys only play on Tuesday. This is the reason <laughs> okay, why. we got to make our money somehow. <laughs> yeah, dude. Selling out, right? Okay, but honestly, is there one? Because there's dots in between. Is there? Yeah. A, okay. Stoner Youngbloods of Texas. Hey, that's uh, okay. way better. I like that. Side bot. Man, I never stopped to think about it. You know what? It, I might but... go listen to y'all now. <laughs> just, just joking. <laughs> So, all right. So, right now, you got Darker Shade of Grey. Cybot's a little bit on the, not necessarily a back burner, but not as much as a focus at the moment. Is that how you would ex- explain that? No, they're, they're both. I'm just kind of, um, with um, being down with my back problems mm-hmm. right now, it's just kind of hard for me to put that much out. So, I mean, Cybot's there. It's just a matter of me going over there and doing my part. And then the rest of the guys are always there. They're always down. Sometimes I don't even have to call them. I can just show up at their house and we'll do a, a jam or something like that. Um, I've just been really been focusing more, I guess, on a darker shade of gray because there was a seven-year absence there where we didn't play. Yeah, yeah, because I, I would wonder because – so well, I, I, so you sing for both. Yes. And now in Cybot and Darker Shade of Gray, are, there, are you the only same member or is there other members in each band? No, I'm the only. I'm the only. So they're totally, the, totally separate projects. Yes. Basic. Okay. You know, and then I, 
I remember the first time, I don't know if you remember this, but the first time Second Drive played live, it was with Darker Shade of Grey. And I don't know if you remember the show, but it was, um, uh, what, Steven, wasn't it, was wasn't that? it that, that, that place that was set up like a Western place down there by the old, oh, he's um, talking by the about, old, um, by the old Lottie flea o- market. Um, it was outdoor. On Ave- it was outside. Like it, by Avenue K or something. It's right? something like that. It, all right, it was, uh, this guy, uh, Steven, you might remember we, we randomly met this guy uh, at the bar one night. So it happens. He, he was a producer. So pro- I meet all my guys. Something he was putting it together. <laughs> and Steven just happened to strike conversation with him, led to one thing. It became uh, a show invite for our first show. We were pumped. And I remember playing with you guys and it was, I don't know what the venue was called, if it really was a venue, but it was like this outdoor thing. And they had some silent disco going on next door. Inside, inside of the big building. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that? Oh, yes, I do. Man, I do remember. Yeah, that. and that's when the, those things were like, I think, kind of, kind of brand new almost, and they just look like a bunch of like it's idiots. So, yeah. <laughs> just, but you yeah, that. that wasn't even a venue. That was exactly. someplace yeah. that Jason had just got somebody to let us play there. Yeah, it was. And, you know, that was a fun show because you know I mean, we those usually like, turn out to be the best. Kind it's, of show it's, it's actually really fun if you don't have headphones on. That's like when it's fun. If you're part of that big crowd where they have headphones on, they're only just, just doing that. If you're the only one that doesn't, that's when it's fun. So, well, you just, well, yeah, I guess so. Step on, <laughs> step on people's You're the shoes. outsider. You're, you're you can, not, you can, I'm not you know, in your little circle. You guy. can push someone and yeah. walk off real quick. They don't know. <laughs> they, 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 they get really mad, that. but they don't know. So, All right, so EP is extended play, LP is long play, EP also stands for early print. Yeah, I mean, that Anyways. was burning on my eye. Well, I needed you to. <laughs> so you had to clarify, man. I'm you, you know, people have questions. So glad you looked at it. Because someone's going to write, Took someone's going to comment and be like, seconds. y'all don't know what you're talking about. So, all right, so with Darker Shade of Grey and going back to Cybot, what's the difference between the two? Darker Shade of Grey is more thrash metal. Okay. Whereas um, Cybot, we're writing all kinds of music, man. Um, we kind of have a tendency of putting a harder doom kind of industrial sound out as far as like what we release. But man, I mean, as far as recording, there's, there's no rules. Mm. Um, we've even mixed, messed with a little bit of um, hip hop sound and everything too, which I'm, I'm not a try, big uh, hip hop Try not to person. cuss. Try not to cuss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is nothing wrong we, we with don't the word hip hop. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with hip hop. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, well, that's what I was kind of wanting to know, you know, just, you know, where do you see the differences? And, you know, is there one that you feel that you are more invested in? If that's fair no, to ask. No, um, I think Darker Shade of Grey is where my heart is because Mark and I started that. And uh, Mark's not with us anymore. He died a few years ago. He was oh. hit, killed by a drunk driver. Um, I remember actually when that happened. I'm sorry about yeah. that. And um, whereas Cybot allows me to write music that I would never be able to write in Darker Shade of Gray. Oh, so it's like another kind of outlet and maybe exactly. an avenue for you to satisfy. Exactly. I got you. So, and you've been around, you said, I believe it was 17 years is what you. It, Darker in, Shade of Gray has been around 17 seven, years. So is that your, your first band? Yeah. Yes. So well, I mean, I've I've been in a couple garage bands before that, but only a couple. So out of seventeen years, you've been you know in Lubbock with you know Darker Shade of Grey and you know Cybot, and they both been inside that seventeen years. So you've seen you know probably tons of things inside the local scene. So out of that, how have you seen the local scene evolve over that time? Really, it seems like it's more dissolved than evolved. 
Because, mm. you okay. know, in the yeah. beginning, there were so many bands and everybody was together and working together for the scene. And then for a while, it was just a bunch of backlash, a bunch of talk between bands. And now it's like sometimes it's even hard to get people to even come out to the shows. I know what you're talking about, you yeah. know, because as a second drive has been to shows, sometimes it's a pull. Even and at good venues, good, it's, it's, it's hard. Even still. good shows yeah. Well, even, yes. even the crowds you get there. They're not as invested as they used to be. You got them standing a little more in the back, sitting at tables, talking while you're playing. They're not invested in the music like they used to be. Exactly. Which is all the more important for the local scene to kind of hold on and stay alive, you know. That's Go a ahead. good that's yeah. a good point, Dan, actually. And I think um the online introduction over the past seventeen years has been a big game changer. Uh, to where your personal connection to a band is not near what it, right. what it used to be when mm -hmm. that was the only time you could see them. You didn't have YouTube or anything like that to be able to just, oh, I'm going to listen to, you know, 14,000 people today. It's It was very limited. But anyways. Sorry. No, no, no. That's that, that's what this is. That's what Second Sessions is about. You know, it's like everyone's experiences, what we're seeing, and, you know, and, and you know, hopefully, you know, these bands, these guys like you, Sean, and, and everyone else can come here and kind of help bring life back. To what's going on around here, you know, people can tune in and and get like an inside that they may have not got just seeing you on stage. Right, and what you were saying about the whole internet and everything, that that is some somewhat of a blessing sometimes because you talk about the the low amount of people that go out to the show, and then I've turned on to a live feed that somebody recorded, and a hundred people twenty minutes later have watched it. So yeah, that, in that, that is, sense, that's kind of nice. But, you know, of course, I still wish that they would come out and experience us live. You're a big, like, social person when it comes to shows. I know we've played with you. You're you're a bigger guy. You have a presence. But you get out and talk to people. I know Michael's the same way. But you, you like the fan interaction, though, don't you? I do. I love it. Yeah. A hundred people online is one thing, and that is commendable for sure. But, man, it doesn't beat 20 people shaking their hand and literally watching them. Yeah, that one person that walks up and you, you know, have that interaction with, it's always, that's, yeah. I always find that a little more endearing. Well, I, I feel like, I feel like my job in the band is to connect with at least one person that night that's never heard us or even maybe someone that's heard us before that didn't really so much like us the first time. Exactly. And grab um, hold of them the second time. Mm -hmm. if, if I can just have one person come up and tell me that I did my job right that night, that I touched them musically, then I feel like I've done what I was supposed to do. And that's something that I think the fans are these days all about. Like back in the day, you know, and I got this from, there was a, um, a couple years back, we went to Dallas and played the show and we were talking to, uh, I can't remember, it was some kind of, someone that was interested in managing us. In the end we passed because we've gone through that and you end up wasting your money. You know, especially if they don't live locally, you know, if you're going through like a site online or something. And yeah, because you get it's paired like, with someone. Then it's like a call center is your so, manager. And they, But thing is, I <laughs> will Honestly, say dude. out of it really is. But out of that, uh, there was some good advice to take away. And one of the advice was, um, you know, back in the day, he said, um, you know, he's like, when I would go to shows, especially big shows, more than local shows. But like you, I would go as a fan and I would know that I'm not going to talk to the band. I'm not going to get to meet them. I'm going to be out there. And then when the show's over, I'm going to go home. He's like, fans now these days want personal interaction. And so what it takes is after the show to go talk to them and have them make a connection with you. 
so that they'll come to the next show. And and I, I agree. I think it's good to do that, you know, especially playing locally in Lubbock. Our venues allow us to make that connection. You yeah. get off the stage. It's not it's not a green room we retire to. Has there ever you know? been a backstage where y'all we, have played? Has there ever been, you know? No, we go to the bar all, and get another beer. All yeah. Yeah. And then go sit yeah. at the table with our family and our friends. And yeah. watch the next show. So, you know, people come up and, you know, that's how we, that's how we engage these days. You know, that's what it takes to get one fan. Well, I think we've been yes. kind of urged as live musicians to to do that mm-hmm. um, because that's how I mean we have to keep that interaction with people, and so we have to get out there yeah. more and be more interactive. And, and, I've, and I've also you know made merch that I had no intentions of selling that I just give away um, with um, darker shade of gray. I used to do posters, posters of the band or posters of me and makeup or whatever the hell I was doing that day. Um, Cybot, we did Cybot dollars for a while. I remember, I I remember that. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember Cybot that. Dollars. And yeah, then we I did a that. poster where we were all made up like Sith Lords, yeah. like a, like a Star Wars type poster thing. And I just gave them away. And I feel like when you give something away to people, they're gonna they're not gonna go home, go to sleep that night, and then forget what the name of the band was the next day, right? Because they've got that something a to tangible. hang on to, or, or hopefully. It's more of a possibility that they won't do that. And I've got to ask you, too, have y'all ever, uh, did y'all have like a demo or something that y'all had, Cybot? Uh, did y'all have like a demo or something at one point in time? We, we put a demo out before we put our first CD out. Because um, I thought I remembered having something from y'all that was like tangible. We, we, we had like, I think, a five-song demo that we ended up finally, you know, adding some other songs on and making it a full a full CD. Okay. Um and then also, I think we've got, we did a, like a live recording of um, our first show. So it was like a DVD that we gave out for a while too. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. You know, take home, pop it in and get more than just audio. Yeah. You know, see. Yeah. They get the CD and the, and the, um, and the DVD. Well, that makes a big difference too, because that means... You know, if you're watching someone as opposed to something else, you're you're more invested. So well, you know, I think sometimes that's, you're like, oh, that's what they look like. You yeah, know? exactly. It, yeah, you know. you've put more thought into it. <laughs> like, oh, like, is- like, like bands that name themselves like they, you know, it's like ice cream poopsicle. And you're like, well, where did where did they get that? If somebody's gonna have a whole conversation about yeah. where they did that, and that band's gonna be better known, you know, than somebody who's actually good out there because you know, people are talking about their name. Well, you know, like, okay, everyone I'm sure here knows the, the band Guar. You know, so you, you don't Dan, just listen to Guar. You have experience. You, ex- you have to go. Experience. Has, go has there. everybody in yeah. here been to a Guar concert? I yes, have I've seen them like yes. four or five oh times. My it is goodness. something you have to have to. I used to it. actually have a bag of blood that did not <laughs> pop that I had in my freezer for years. <laughs> My, my you wife just, you just wrote Guar, do not touch. <laughs> it's like Guar's lunch is do, in your freezer. Do you still have it? No, no, my wife finally threw it away. She's, oh, but yeah, I, I had it in the freezer for a couple of years. She's <laughs> like, fine, we've got, it. we've got to move on. From but, you, you know, I, I, I think that's one thing that's lacking that I've seen in a lot of the new, like the upcoming bands that are coming out. And I mean, this could be just my opinion, but the experience, like, it's it's not so much like because when you when you you touched on it you get up there and you're you're a character you tell a story you're trying to sell the music connect with them I mean that's what I do I get into character I'm gonna connect with somebody they're gonna feel the music and I don't see that a lot from the younger bands that are coming up it's more they're getting up there and they're focused on whatever they've got in their hands they're not 
I mean, it, like I said, it could just be my opinion, but I don't feel a story with some of these newer bands like with, with us, you know? Like, like context and what they're actually doing? Yeah, I mean, the Substance. story's the whole thing for me, being a singer. You know, I'm not talented enough to play any instruments, so I've got to catch them with the story. I'm like the spider, you know, catching the fly on the web. Exactly. Kind of. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, do you and, play you know, you any instruments? I'm no, sorry, man. No, I, I don't. I collect instruments, but I don't oh, do play them. Okay. Yes, I've got very, very many. Okay. I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm right there with but, you. You, know, you, you know, talk I... about the whole visual thing. I, I tried that with the Darker Shade of Grey, but the whole band were, really wasn't in it. And in the very beginning, when we first started, I would wear makeup and stuff like that on stage to try to pull them in. But the band decided we really wanted to really grab them with the music then then the, I've always been shock rock kind of guy. Kiss was my first band, you know, of course, Gore, Twisted Sister, Wasp, all, all Wasp. those, you know, crazy Rat, bands that really, Warrant, you, you know, know come but on, yeah. really the ones, Alice Cooper was mm -hmm. the one that yeah. really yeah. grabbed me Fucking love Cooper. with it. Um, so I try to do that sometimes with Cybot, not as much lately as when we first started. When we first started, we all came out as different characters of, um, the different jokers that been played over the years. Yeah, that's okay. cool. We that, did like the that. bright cool green concept, shirts yeah. mm -hmm. with the makeup. I like and that. All. Yeah. And then I've done the horror masks. I remember with the, the masks. full jumpsuits yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So Cybot, we do kind of sometimes grab them with the visualization of the whole thing. Right. Lately, I guess I just kind of sometimes you get a lot of negativity back from people when you try to push that with a band. So to prove to myself that we still got it, we've just been going out there and playing as ourselves. But we have been talking about doing the visualizations and the acting out on stage again because it... And when I pay money to go to a show, it's I want to go home. It's visual as well home. as audio. I want to go home with a wow factor. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Thinking about that, you're like, exactly. that well, was a good I, show. I remember one time, might have been my favorite show of all time, and I've seen just just about everybody that I want to see, but you threw candy at one of your shows. Yep. You threw I caught candy some. We, we did that. Yep. And that made me happy. I liked it. <laughs> we did that. I don't eat for candy, but this. I was like. The name of the song is called Here Take This. Most people think it's take your medicine. That, that's what Michael I said. was I talking about this earlier. I, said, I, I tie that. them off in sandwich baggies so they looks like it's Skittles, mm -hmm. but it looks like little dope bags. Mm -hmm. And with the big pharma, you know. Yeah, and do not sell dope. Everything. Yeah, do we not throw sell dope. we throw it out to the everybody while we sing the song. Yeah, I caught one of those. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> and I, ate I the still candy. have it. I thought it was real, so I've been keeping it. But now that I know that it's candy, Damn. I think, I think I, I'll go I actually had a kid walk up to me one day and was like, is this real? Is this real drugs? And I was like, Come on, man, for real. Do you think I have the money to give drugs <laughs> right. away? Do, to I, do, I look, do I look like the type of person So what you're saying that? is you wish you could have said yes. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In retrospect, it would have been really cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's real, dude. Yeah, you probably shouldn't take those. Just, just you know, <laughs> turn those in. Yeah. Um, there was something I wanted to ask you about. Oh, because you were talking about, you know, when you were younger, it was like bands like Kiss, Alice Cooper that really you know, that you connected with. Do you, can you remember a time or maybe like, maybe it was a moment where like music connected with you. Like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Well, who From a very early age. Okay. Um, first instrument was an or not electric, but an acoustic guitar. And I would do the bouncing off the, off the couches and the 
flying across the room, trying to do the splits, dressed up like one of the KISS members. It was kind of rough. Just, I mean, as, as, as far as I can remember, I've, I was introduced to KISS in the second grade. Um, I was always running around the neighborhood dressed out like them. My mom was a beautician, so I was into her makeup and her wigs, dressing up like them, tinfoil on my arms, you know, trying to do the Gene Simmons thing, everything. <laughs> um, my second instrument was drums. I think I bought when I was 10 years old with my paper route money. Uh, made the mistake of taking them apart one day, and my mom threw them all away. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that that mm. kind of hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Why? But I've 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 tried over the years to learn how to play instruments. I'm not very good. I've just I'd lose interest. But music, I I've always been interested in music. I I literally feel like it saved my life. You know, in a couple times in my life. Yeah, you know, it's because it's it's something that I don't know. It just it just really allows you to you know, bleed yourself into something, you know, maybe not everyone connects it, but when you're writing, like, cause you're a vocalist, you write lyrics and I know Michael's the same way. Like those lyrics mean something. They're not BS. I write you know? most of his lyrics. Well, some of them that. mean something, you know, some of them are just stories Yeah. and that's what, you know, some people have to understand because I've literally had people come up to me after the shows and ask me if I'm satanic because of some of the stuff I've saying and I'm not. It's just, it's just, it's just like, uh, you know, like you said, it's, it's putting on a show. Exactly. You know, and, and getting in the character well, and even yeah. coming who, who that character is while exactly. you're on stage. Even if you honestly wanted to say some of those things, it, it, but you didn't truly mean it, it gives you a, a, an avenue to be able to get that, that emotion out. And that's a big thing. I, you know, I always envy writers who are able to do it, uh, lyric writers who are able to do it very well and get their maybe point across, you know, you want to, you want to just provoke something, whether it's a feeling, whether it's just to get somebody thinking about shit, you know, I mean, whether it's personal or just like something that's going out, you know, in the world today, you just want to provoke a thought, a feeling, an emotion. You want them to connect and through a story, through a personal feeling. I mean, that's just, I mean, I, I love writing. I could, I could, I just write to anything, you know, it just, Tell a story, get my feelings out. I mean, that's how I see it. And I, I don't, I don't like when people get up there and it's just like you take a lot of the hip hop today, what they're rapping about. It's it's not substance. There's nothing there. And to me, that's what this younger generation is missing, is that they're just getting up there and playing the part. There's nothing they're really saying. And I know there's a lot going on in their lives that they could be saying, but they're not saying anything. It's just noise to me. And uh, a lot of it is 100. percent And it's I just, hate it's to just say to that. fill the gap. It's but like there's a lot because of good they can shit. do so much. There's a lot of it's, good it's shit. It's an out ego there. thing, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's how how do people per percept me while I'm on stage, kind of thing, or I, you know, they're they're pushing that. Um, a lot of those hip hop, like you were saying, are pushing that 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 all oh, that drug thing that they they mm -hmm. drink. And is it cough syrup or something that they do, or is it something more? Well, I, this is dated, but Sizzurp, like well, that was like most 90, of, that was like a nineties. Really, most of it now but. they're talking about doing like fucking oxy and the prescription drugs and oh, okay. all that kind of shit. You know, Adderall. see, I, I've been there, done that. That's not a part of my life. I want to repeat. Man, you know what? Seriously, that's not a part of any life that I would like to promote either. To be honest with you, you know, I still <laughs> say if, sex, if, drugs, and rock and roll, but. You hey, know. but the, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but there's a way to do it. There's, there's always a place that you, 
you, you just won't take it. I mean, you always push the envelope. That's what I like to do with, especially with some lyrics stuff. You push it, but. But the older I've gotten, the music is more important to me than how people percept me. I'm I'm comfortable who I am. Exactly. Um, I like what I'm doing. Do I think I'm great at what I do? No. I think my band compliments me for the type of music that I make. There's a lot better singers out there than myself. But I enjoy what I'm doing, and for being 49 years old and still playing heavy metal, I feel yeah. very fortunate. Well, to I think be able it's to smart that. to be humble about it too. You know, it, it's well, honestly, not, if you've ever been through it, that's the only way you're. You don't want to have a big head because people don't like working with that. Exactly. You know, and it's not really even if you think you're good, but someone's gonna say, "I like what you're doing," and you know, those could be your fans or just someone that gets it. Well, and there's always something to learn. There's always something to learn. Man, once you're done learning, you're done. You know. Yeah. Um, but I do have a quick question. Which kiss meaning do you like more? There's a, there's a few different ones out there. Like, what does kiss stand for? I, I always heard it was knights and Satan's service. All right. But yeah. I've heard, too, that it was kings and Satan's. I don't know. I just, right, well, I never really thought actually, about what it meant. I was yeah. just into what they were doing. The whole flash of it all. See, and this and is a perfect walking example. Away with, the, with the wow factor afterwards. Yeah. It's a perfect example of them portraying something. They were actors up there. I don't believe any of them thought they were in Satan's service. Like I don't Gene either. Simmons, you know, the tongue and all this and, and all that. It was, if you, if you probably knew Gene Simmons, it wasn't like that. My favorite one is keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> I think that's, that's the easiest kiss one. Simple, and to be honest, yeah. I think Kiss actually thought the same thing uh, because that's sort of what they did they kept it by the very, like very, if there were yeah. bylaws of what music should be they kept it by that but they just sort of amped it up by the performance yeah, yeah. sounds right uh, so i have a I, question oh i'm sorry uh, i, I, I just ahead. have one more go ahead go ahead okay uh this one is way off topic but i did want to talk about it because me and you have talked about it all right, so we both have a mutual friend. Well, actually, all of us do. Uh, I don't know. I don't think, but go I ahead. I don't know if Dan's met him or not, but uh, his name's Trevor Jennings. Yes. All right, so he is the uh, nephew, I believe, the nephew of, of Jennings. the one and only the Waylon Jennings. The one and only Waylon Jennings. Yeah, born in, born in Littlefield, Texas, uh, not shallow water or not level land. I've seen this on test. When I was at school at South Plains, the answers were shallow water He's or level land. It was not. He's from Littlefield. Boy. And I want to make that known. Even though, you know, it, people don't like him or do like him, but the Highwaymen, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Man, come on. You can't deny Chris Christopherson. Uh, they Will, all influenced Jennings music. Is a big influence. They influenced music. But uh, he got kind of injured the other day, and I want to give him a uh, sincere shout out to, uh, you know, keep getting better and i'm glad you're okay because from what i heard it sounds like it could have been really bad um but he is also a very good musician yes. and uh there is maybe an uh, like a possibility of um maybe like a benefit show going on i, I know we don't have anything said or nothing's been set but uh, i just really i, I would to like i would like out. to try to put something together get get some local musicians together to help me do it if we could find a venue that would allow us to do it without having to pay out for. Um, I went and visited him at the hospital yesterday, and he looked pretty rough. You know, we, my wife and I spent about 45 minutes with him. and He had a pretty bad we head done, injury. Yes. He had a very bad head injury, like fractured to, skull. Like had to remove thing. part of his skull to remove yeah. a blood clot the size of your fist. Yeah. And yeah. so to see him and to have him sitting up talking with us, that was like, 
That was very nice. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Very nice guy, though. Very nice guy. Very talented guy. And if anybody uh, sees this and has anything yeah, to please, say about please that. Please hit us up. Please yeah, hit us hit up. Yeah, hit us up um, for any reason, not even just yeah, that, just, but any uh, reason you see. Just saying that, you know, you can always visit, uh, visit our uh, we, uh, our uh, Facebook at facebook.com backslash second sessions or email us at uh, second sessions at yahoo.com. We can, yeah. uh, you know, go on with that. Just, just putting that out there. But just... Trevor, shout out, man. Hope you're doing good, dude. We, so we I love do, you. I do cool, have a, um, so this is question is going to sound a little similar to the one I asked you when I was, you know, how have you seen the, the scene evolve? But it, it is a little different. Okay. So out of 17 years, you know, what is it like being a musician for 17 years? How do you keep going? I feel like it's the only thing that I'm, I've ever been really good at. So I, I do it because it gives me personal personal satisfaction. You know, of course, in the beginning, I wanted to be this big rock star and everything. But the older I've gotten, I realize that the reality of that's probably not going to happen. But if I get my 30 minutes on stage, even if it's locally, even if it's in New Mexico, it's the greatest feeling in the world. It's better than any drug I've ever done. You're damn it's, right. Yeah, it's it's Everybody. it's almost like chasing the first time you experienced it a little bit, you know, that first time you're on stage, but you want to relive it, you want to keep exactly. doing it. And, you know, it, and, and I remember when I was younger, uh, well before I was uh, playing with anyone, but, you know, I had aspirations, you know, I had bands that I loved growing up. You know, I never, you know, I'll go see like local shows or whatnot, and it's like, you don't realize how hard it is to be in a band. It takes one, at least a skill to play members that want to hang out together, write together, show Hopefully up want together. To hang out together. And it goes way past being a stage. I mean, yeah, you see what you see, but it's the involvement and investment. It's a brotherhood. It's, it's becoming so a family. Deep. When you take your deepest, darkest secrets and lay them out on the drums, and I do the same thing with the guitar, Michael vocals, you vocals, anything. When you take, because if you're truly writing, you're you're writing from deep within. Yeah, you're when a you piece of yourself when you throw it. that out there, no matter what it sounds like, looks like, it it feels like it, and it it, it takes a lot to be able to work with multiple mm -hmm. individuals who are artistically driven. And that's a hard thing when you're at a regular job and I mean, everybody's got regular jobs. All of us have regular jobs, but which is the balance. Yeah. Which is you know? the balance. But whenever you're there, I don't care if you're flipping burgers. That's just, you know, you're like, unless you become like a burger connoisseur, it's not going to be your life. You know, <laughs> it's this kind of stuff that mm -hmm. you get to put your real stuff out. And it's hard. And it's hard to do that with a lot of people and showing that you've done it for 17 years. And we're sort of in that same position. That's, so commendable and very rare that um, I think maybe Lubbock benefits from that a little bit. Like I we're still able to retain that a little bit. I think bit. it does. And you still have the love for it. I mean, it gives I, us the I was, opportunity. I was looking back and I, I was trying, I'm, I'm about to start, Doing Don't some start history. crying because I'm gonna start crying. If you start crying, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna start, start crying. crying. He's gonna start, <laughs> and he looks ugly when he cries. I'm an ugly crier. <laughs> We, I'm about to start trying to put a history together of a darker shade of gray. Oh man! And I so I decided starting started by writing down all the members, and I think I came up with in the 17 years the darker shade of gray has been together. I think there's been 24 different people <laughs> in our band. Damn, <laughs> that sounds about right. Now, that is I ambitious. Sure. Yeah, you know, you're like no, I, I just. 
And I feel like that is, yeah. any, anybody that knows me or knows anything about A Darker Shade of Grey knows that my whole purpose for keeping it together is to tell people about Mark Purvis, which was my original guitar player that died. He was like, I, I don't know how to, ex how to explain it. It just, out of all the musicians I've met in my life, I've met a lot of them. Most of them are pretty cool. I can't say they're all been cool, but most of them have been. There's not a day that goes by, even now, 10 years later after he's dead, that I don't think about him. You know, I just or think about where we would be if he would still be here. But it took thinking that way at my last band practice, and I had to tell the guys, look, man, if, if Mark wouldn't have ever died, I would have never had the opportunity to play with all y'all and and to grow this, make this band grow. And the the people that I've got in a darker shade of gray right now are the best set of people that I've, I'm not going to say the best, but I, it's the band that I'm happy with, happiest with out of the entire time. Uh, yeah. I, I think I've got the best musicians that I've had in the entire time now. And I, of course, I still miss Mark yeah. and I miss a few other, you know, my friends that have played with me. Right. But I think the people that I've got now are the perfect puzzle. And that's what I look at a band as. Each member is a puzzle piece. When one's not there, it's like you're missing a piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. It's like not the whole complete thing. And these guys allow you, uh, make a canvas for you to write your vocals, you know? Do, do you have they allow me to write whatever I want. Now, yeah. every now and then they'll throw some ideas up there. And of course, they're always like, now, write something that's not evil. And <laughs> oh, well, that might that be sound like we, we can understand that. But now, so and this is this has got to be just a generalization like question. Do you all usually go with uh, like them writing the music and then you come in and you write whatever you want, but you put the lyrics to it, or is it usually like ideas maybe that you have? And I'm not trying to separate the two by no means because I know we have our own challenges with all that. Um, you know, especially writing. Writing is so hard, but we've you know, we try to do the best we can. Uh, what do you think? Um, a darker shade of gray, I allow them to write the music, and then I put the words to it. Okay. And if I have a hard time, they like to help or give ideas. Right. Well, um, I mean, with brothers, Bot, man, brothers. You know, Cybot, it's it's a little different. Um, Saul starts out with a rift, and then he builds on it. And it's funny because I've been right there beside him during most of the writing. And that guy's just talented because he started out with a thump, 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 thump that I'm thinking, oh God, where are we going with this kind of thing? I hate it. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, after he's done layered it, it's like, wow, you had that in your head? Yeah. yeah. And um, Steven does that. Lots of times with the I'm, writings. I'm notorious for that, yeah. I, I write to it as he's writing the music. But then lots of times Saul helps me with the lyrics and we write the lyrics together. We come up with the stories together. Okay, so, yeah. okay cool, cool. Yeah. So we're, we're getting um, close to wrapping it up, but I still have a question. Um, and uh, kind of, I guess, the final question, unless you guys have something y'all want to have in your head. But I'm going to cook one up. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, but what, what, what is in store for the future for either one of your bands? Like what's coming up? Well, we're, we're recording right now our EP for mm -hmm. Darker Shade of Grey. So... Hopefully within a few months, we'll have that out. Okay. Um, it's just a matter of getting with Cybot and recording the stuff that we've written the last year and a half, two years, and deciding which songs we want to do. 
Saul kind of wants to go and do the heavier songs and make it Cybot. I'm kind of trying to change the direction of Cybot a little bit to whereas what we've written, I want to go back and I want to re-record all this stuff and I want people to hear it. You know, of course, some people will like it. Some people won't. They won't be heavy enough. It won't be metal. It won't be, you know, we'll still have the heavy metal songs too. But I, I feel like if we've created this as a band, we should share it with the people. It's sometimes hard because you want to <clears throat> you want to evolve with your music. And yeah, I, I feel like if, if we release the music that's a little different, that we will obtain a greater a greater fan base. Mm-hmm. More, which I, I really don't like the word fans. I like friends better That's than cool. fans. But I think that we would make more friends. More people would listen to us. Yeah, they might not like one song, but they like another song. Right. You know, yeah. you because you know, sometimes, you know, when you're coming out with uh, new music, it can be challenging for fans. But you want to, I don't know, just capture those moments with those guys. You know, you know come out with I just with don't want to limit myself as a musician. Yeah. Amen, you know, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen, go ahead. Yeah, I know you. You well, I, can, or, I, can I ask one real quick? Go yeah, ahead. All right. Go. So this podcast, it, we're focused on local, like the local scene. We're trying to. We want to pump life back into it because it used to be a fun, fun brotherhood. And, and he remembers this. He remembers. I mean, this. we just you show up, brothers play, we have a good time, all that stuff. Um, didn't matter what you what, sounded what like. What would be almost, your man. What would be your advice to a new band walking into this scene now? What would be your advice? That's a good one. That is a good question. Like a brand new Nubile. And everybody, I know everybody watches porn. Y'all know what Nubile means. Nubile. So get off of that. (laughs) It's the best way for people to understand. (laughs) Anyways, Sean. Advice. Um, I I don't know. I'm not really one to to give advice. I I try to show people how how you should be more than talk because my mouth gets me in more trouble than anything. Mine too. But, um... I don't know. I just stay humble, you know, work hard, you know, make, make music that you're proud of and, and share it with people. And don't think because that you've gone out and played a couple shows that somebody owes you something. I think that's the biggest misconception with um, musicians. You know, they've been on, they've been out there a couple months or they've been out there a year or two. They feel like somebody owes them something. And you got to remember that, you know, it's it's not the 60s or 70s anymore. There's mm-hmm. not only 50 bands out there. Right. There's thousands, thousands. of bands That's out there. That's what I was there. talking about with the internet. Like, just, you know. Sorry, and there's a lot of good bands. There's a lot of sucky bands. A lot more you know? suckier <clears throat> ones and a lot better, better ones. I, mean, I, I kind of like, I told my guys a long time ago, if you don't like a band, keep it to yourself. You know, wait till we get back to our jam room and we can talk about what you liked or what you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Don't stand on the side of the band or side of the stage and say that band sucks. Dude, our girlfriend's going to hear that. All the time. Like, their girlfriend's going to hear that or one of their members are going to hear that. And I said, and that's, that's bad. You know, people say there's nothing bad you can do when you're in a band, when it comes to promoting and shit like that. But that really is oh, bad is. talk about yeah. other bands. I think it's the worst thing that you can do. And it shouldn't be that way. No, if you have, if you have, like, if you don't like what this guitar player did or what this singer did, um, it, it's, it's not up to you what they did. They got out there in front of yeah. all the same crowd you just did. Doing, exact same doing thing exactly doing. the same yeah. thing you did. And it's that, I think what we're, I think what this podcast has been sort of uh, focalized on is 
the camaraderie that we once experienced mm-hmm. um, that is still there to a certain extent. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not, um, but we definitely all see uh, changes going on with it. Mm-hmm. And we just want to address them, if nothing else, for future musicians that come out, you know. Exactly. So is there, um, you know, you know, for people that are listening to this and want to check out, you know, Cybot, Darker Shade of Grey, where can they, where can they find your stuff? I know we have a we have a Cybot channel on um, on YouTube, okay. and then you can go on YouTube. We have music videos for "Here Take This," um, "Blood on My Hands," which originally was a Darker Shade of Grey song that we started doing for Cybot. Um, "Here Take This," "Blood on My Hands." And these There's are music, one, these heavy are music metal videos, cowboy. Right? Boom, heavy metal that's, cowboy. That's okay. Yeah, there you go. One. Yeah, there I'm it is. All right. Heavy metal cowboy. And then we have a comedy skit too called the Cybot Show. Okay. Oh, okay. Where, cool. where can you so, find that? Yeah. I want to see that. It, it, it would have to be. It, you'd have to look it up under the Cybot Show. Okay. In okay. YouTube. Okay. That's yes. fine. That's fine. I'll, the Cybot Show. I will do yes. that. Okay. I'm sure everyone listening will too. But yeah, they're just going to be interested. I'm sure. As far as the Dark Shit Gray, we've got a couple of our last two shows. They're out there somewhere. Okay. There's not a darker shade of gray page. Now there's like a MySpace. No one's checking out that? MySpace. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> that was like 200 years that? ago. We're over MySpace. Golly. I just okay, one, 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 other, one other thing. Is there anything that anybody can catch you uh, doing coming up very recently? Like, do y'all, have, uh, do y'all have any shows coming up or anything like that that anybody can be aware of if they want to go? Yes, the darker shade of gray is playing on September 14th. On the lost, the festival of lost souls, it's going to be in um, Abernathy. Okay. Oh, okay. Abernathy, Texas. Oh man, very and local. It's a huge. Okay. It's man, they're going to have fire. People flinging fire. They're going to light the they're town on fire. I would do that. Tattooists out there. They're doing all kinds of face painting. Um, artists, as far as paintings, stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's okay, going to cool. be really neat. Well, sweet. You well, know, come out and support. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anybody who's able to definitely go out and say the date again. September fourteenth, the the festivals, the festival of lost souls. Okay. Abernathy, Texas, not too far away. I love. Do you know name. the name of the venue by any chance? It's out in the country. He just man. said it, Dan. <laughs> Come on, Dan. Out in the country. Come on, Dan. For those Abernathy. who weren't listening. It's out in the country. <laughs> so, so tell you what. Souls. You go out to the country, take a left, you're there. Boom. All right, Sean, thank you so much for just coming out music. today. Yeah, thank it's you. Been also, rapid fire. What's your favorite color? Black. I had a feeling. <laughs> this, is, this is not very rapid. Blue. Favorite, favorite animal. <laughs> All right. Elephant. <laughs> oh. Michael wants to know about penis size. <laughs> Penis? What's that? He's been nudging nudging me this whole time. What's a penis? All All right, right, guys. guys. Thank you all very much. I'm sorry, Dan. No, it's okay. He's stealing my thunder. Michael was asking me the whole time. All right. uh, I haven't seen it. A darker shade of gray and Cybot coming out here talking about what they do. Thank you again so much for being here. Uh, Catch us next time. Second sessions. We will have some more local music and artists for us to interview. All right. Yeah. Why not? All right. Thanks, guys. Signing off. (laughs) Thank you all very much. Appreciate it. Take it easy.